What the what the, is that your Vespa? Yes. Why'd you drive it up there? Um I really wanted to go sightseeing. Yep, great view up there. Uh-huh. Cece's unsure. Great view. Right. But <laughs> we had a little visitor accompany us. Wait, a little visitor? What kind of visitor? Um, uh, were you a real doll? The invisible kind. This is Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington, if you saw something, <laughs> no you didn't. Some mornings, you just want to sleep in. I... Okay. First Norman, now Delilah. Okay. I am up at 6.30 in the morning, apparently. Delilah, did you say that like you have a safe space where you can put that? Maybe? A safe space, a panic room, technically. Okay. I mean, nothing can get in. So, I mean, if we want to leave it there, nothing can get out, hopefully. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's a good place for, like, the journal. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, we, we'll just move it there. Okay, if uh, we're if I if we're gonna move that journal, could we possibly grab the journal that um should be in like the Bowman's box of stuff they've already sent? I really want to look through these first. Delilah, it's six fucking a.m. I <laughs> I have a like cup of coffee that's probably had like a cup of sugar pulled into it, and milk. It's it's mostly sugar and milk. I just want to have looked through it before I, like, toss it in there. Oh, we have to walk, though. Yes, we do. So we have to leave freaking early to get there. <laughs> More coffee, half-rumpled clothes. And isn't the Luxtons out of town? Yep. Yeah, they live on the edge of town. We're calling the taxi. You know what? We Wait, are you could... guys walking directly to the Luxtons, or are you coming to Isolda's? Oh, we're going to Isolda's, Isolda. technically, before. Yes, yeah. but okay. we have to walk out of town, so we're calling the taxi to take us to Isolda's. Pick y'all oh, up. that's a good call. Yeah, already time. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Um, is it what time of year is it again? Just a reminder, dear listeners, it is fall, the wonderful autumn season. We are in desperate need of the Parks and Rec group to plan the fall festival. Huh, you, you, you would not want that to not happen. Right, 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 right. With True. the unicorn petting zoo and everything. Oh, mm -hmm. The unicorns are all pink this year. Um, Cece would be waking up with whatever the sunrise is, and um, uh, and having a nice conversation with with the dolls before <laughs> heading downstairs. Conversations about what? Um. Well, I think he's, you know, long and languid and brushing out his hair and getting himself into what his day will look like physically, and um. It's more like, so, how long you been here? How you doing? What should I know about this place? What's with the creepy girl? They don't tell me anything about that. Uh, and then it's, do any of you want to come on an adventure today? Uh, and I don't know if any of them say yes. Which one is funny to bring on an adventure? There's already Dale. been a clown doll. I want to say Dale, and I want to say that Dale's a clown doll, but there's already been a clown doll. <laughs> But Dale could be the like beautiful, you know, uh, what is it, Poirot, the the one that's Poirot. like all white. Yeah. Okay. As if that is not even more terrifying. I think that's beautiful. 
No, no, like they're they're very elegant and French and sort of like a greyhound and you know the little hat. Yeah, yeah. Dale the elegant, yeah. Dale the um, elegant, yeah. Yeah, I would very happily shake, you know, finger to hand with Dale, and um, open up the backpack for Dale to get inside. Dale can't get in on his um, own. You have to lift him. <laughs> they can't move. <laughs> Once Cece realizes that, he will take Dale and put him inside and face him towards like where the zipper is and make sure the zipper like just happens to be open right where their face is. Um. You know, so they can see during the day. And uh, then he'll sort of groan and make himself look like y'all want him to. <sighs> and I'll go out. Um, at this hour, this hour, I don't think Azold is actually awake yet. But uh, Mercy is definitely sitting on the kitchen counter. Um, <laughs> I think with, oh. with a little oh. a little steaming cup. It's like you could visibly see the steam. <laughs> Like a little shot glass of coffee? Cece would pause and put down the backpack, aiming Dale towards the kitchen so that Dale can squeal should anything go wrong, and then would walk in, and with all the bravery he has again, and say, Good morning, doll. Oh, I'm afraid you're going to have to be more specific in a house like this. I'm speaking... Clearly, Dale's here. You're the only other person I'm talking to. Oh, is it a name you're looking for? Yes. Well, then... Cece's like, this one's creepier than the other four. It's Mercy. Mercy as in what you're going to show me, or Mercy as in your name? Oh. Cece's taking little steps backwards. Well, keep providing good company, and... Don't turn into a snake again. And I think it could be both. I... I... I had to. I had to and you know it. Oh, I'm sure. And I wasn't mean. No, you weren't. I just despise the thing. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) You don't like snakes. Oh, okay. That's fine. I won't be a snake anymore. That's fine. All right. Can you talk faster? (laughs) I used to be able to, you know. No, I don't know. And Cece kind of fully comes into the room and sits down and pours herself a cup of tea. And This is entirely sits, in your head, says, by the way. The doll is still completely stationary. That's awesome. <laughs> sits down. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, just tell me all about it. And starts eating and listening. I'm not sure that we know each other quite well enough for that yet, but... I did definitely be, I definitely used to be a bit stronger than this. Now How I'm old are you? Find just under a century and a half now. Wow. Why'd you die? <laughs> oh, she hasn't told you that. That's good. What? That's good. We'll talk about that uh, later. No, I mean... I'm not being rude, I'm just trying to get to know you. I understand, but it's a bit of a different circumstance than you may think. Okay. I didn't... I... I mean, I presume you're dead. Maybe you're alive? Oh, no. Quite dead. Okay. Isolde! Isolde! Isolde, I'm talking! 
to your doll. Not the one I took. I'm talking to the other one that scared me. Oh, dear. Mercy. And she's already coming down the stairs. Mercy. What did we... The silent treatment. Really? We can discuss this tonight. I'm sorry, Cece. My wife tends to... <gasps> Act up. I, she, she, she's strange around new people. I, How old are you? I'm fifty-four. Are you a hundred and you're fifty-one? You're 54. wait. So wait. Hold on. Wait. 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 When did you marry her? I married. She's wicked old. I. I know. We were both. It's. It's. I. This is sort of the thing that people do tend to freak out about. But I was well into adulthood at that point. That's. That's. I. I. That is better. Yeah. It's. We were. We were both adults. We had known each other for you know quite some time since I was in my 20s and it's it's not quite what you think I say my wife no. she is my wife I the the last yeah. name is hers oh that's so sweet I want to know everything but also we have to get titanic stuff quite um <laughs> we say like upon hearing the word donkey. titanic you hear and the doll is just gone Mercy's just gone. Cece looks curiously at both of them and then makes eye contact with Dale out of the corner of their eye and just goes, what's the backstory? What's going on? Dale would not Slower. Je ne suis pas très heureuse. I don't know the backstory of uh, Merci. Cece finds this a very kind of alluring. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> great. Cece will let it drop from there. Well, um, we should be... I'm, I'm sorry if that was how your morning got started. Um, we should be expecting Morgan and Delilah at any moment. Mm. Don't know if they're early risers, but you certainly are. Not that there's anything wrong oh, with that. I, 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 I'm not. Did I? I did. I have I scared you? No. I oh, it takes. Cece, it takes a lot to scare me. All right. Okay. Thank you. Of course. And Cece definitely holds his oldest hands. All right. As old as like, okay, we're doing, we're, we're doing, we're doing this. This, <laughs> this person needs my help. We're good. We got it. Oh, we're good. Is there probably like taxi honking outside? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Great. Get in, loser. We're going to haunt a doll. <laughs> Get in, loser. We're playing fetch. <laughs> right, right. I, I have a question. Does does Isolde bring another doll or the Barbie? Is the Barbie the Barbie? The Barbie is well. The Barbie is coming along, and Dale is in my backpack. All right, <laughs> Dale's okay, and then Isolde's gonna bring the Barbie. It has been a few episodes since we've seen Artie, our dear cab driver. He is the only one in town, so if you ever need a ride, you've met Artie. Even though our dear, dear Cece is skittish of everything in town, they've likely caught a ride with Artie in the past as well. Oh, Then Cece is fine. I mean, Delilah's probably pay paying for the first Zolda can pay for the cab as well. They can go half on it. We can go tree. I mean, <laughs> no, no, no. Delilah probably just hands Artie a, like, 
a wad of cash when she gets in the cab that way no one else can pay (laughs) Cece's really impressed by that (laughs) okay it's so early what time is it again are you really taking a cab I think like it's 7 7 15 a.m yeah right by the time, like, they get over there and they actually get out of the house. Does Artie need to sleep is my question. Based on what... <laughs> At Artie's age, he's fine. He's awake. Is it a 24-hour cab service for future notice? It must be. Right? It would have been helpful last night. <laughs> well, you should have called him. <laughs> Fudge! Oh my gosh. We had transportation last night. Have you, I presume you guys filled us in on the whole Vespa incident? Um, Artie pulls up next to Delilah and Morgan, nods hello, and then says, Wonder what happened last night? As he looks at the Vespa in the tree. Oh. I'm sure it was a freak accident. What? The, what? The, is that your Vespa? Yes. Why'd you drive it up there? <laughs> um. I really wanted to go sightseeing. Yep. Great view up there. Uh-huh. Cece's unsure. Great view. Right. But <laughs> we had a little visitor accompany us. Wait, a little visitor? What kind of visitor? Uh, Were you? A real doll. The invisible kind. Artie nods in a kind of confused understanding. Oh. You guys are okay? My My pride's a little hurt, and... I'm not sure my insurance is going to cover that. Yeah, we have to ask the um the the, the town council or Wendy. Wendy. We have to ask, yeah. Mm. Because we were technically on the job, I think. Um, Can you drive faster, Mr. Artie, please? Why, of course. And he guns it. Well, Thank what, you. Well, to be fair, we have, we, we have discussed with the Walter guys. It was kind of a very one-way discussion. But Wait, I think we came to an understanding. Just with the poltergeist. Oh. Can all of us do this? No, definitely not. I mean, I just talked at it, and Delilah talked at it, and we just didn't hear nothing back, and then they left, and they left us alone. So I, I assume we had a successful discussion. Benedict is definitely they... in the car, too, so. <laughs> is all the... I don't think you realize the gravity of the mistake you've made in giving me to this person. Benedict, they're going to be... I was in a tree. She is going to be fine. She clearly knows what she's doing as she got the thing to leave them both alone. It's fine. We just hear you saying this out loud. <laughs> a tree, Isolde, a tree. Uh, who are you talking to now? Oh, Benedict. Did you know? I keep forgetting. <laughs> he, it is a sword. With a gentleman's soul inside of it, yes. Cece just puts their head in their hands and is tired of things in other things. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think Morgan's gonna hand, like, uh, their coffee, like, they, they take a big gulp of coffee and hand it to Cece. Like, Cece coffee. smells it, and it's a little much for them this early in the morning, caffeine. You know, but but th- thank you very much. Takes it back. <laughs> Benedict, you and I are going to talk later okay we can talk about getting you somewhere else or getting you a bit more mobility i'm sorry maybe you didn't hear me the first time i was in a tree Cece just mutters who's benedict it's the sword it'll be fine Artie, you can keep a secret right oh yeah you good you're good not paying attention at 
all to what's going on back there. Right, it's not that much of a secret. It's just sort of cumbersome if it gets out. It is a sword. We, Delilah. I think there was a discussion about this last Last afternoon when you grabbed it. Cece picks up her backpack and lets Dale look out the window. The two of them are just going to enjoy the view. Does that mean Cece sitting up front? Sure. (laughs) Ah, you uh, got a friend? I have, I have three, three friends. And, oh, I just meant you holding up your bag. I see boo. Yep. Tell my boo. The Reddington Historical Preservation Society pulls up to the front gates of the Luxton's house. Listen, as much as I love all of Reddington's citizens, the Luxton's house is atrociously over-extravagant, to say the least. These people have so much money, and, going to be honest, listeners, they are such assholes. Uh, pardon? Hello? God, I hate rich people. Cece and Dale are just looking at this sucker. (laughs) Someone has actually placed a box sitting outside the gate. It must have been placed out there last night, Considering how late it is, or early it is, I don't know, listeners, time is an illusion, and I'm exhausted because Delilah has had me up since 6.30 this morning. But, anyways, anyways, this box, this box, someone must have put it out incredibly late last night, and absolutely no one is around because it's normal sleeping hours, but... It does look like this box has been tossed around quite a bit. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. I guess... Artie, can you wait? This could maybe take a second. Yeah, I got all day. (laughs) Okay. um, Let's go grab the box. I'd get out of the car. (laughs) Yeah, same. Mm -hmm. The box has been tossed through. There is definitely a lot of broken stuff. But that's not on us. We didn't do this. We did not do this one. We should have came in earlier. We should take photos just so they know this is how we found it. That's why I wanted to arrive earlier, but I guess it wasn't early enough. Damn it. Morgan does spot a notebook a few feet away, ripped up and lying in a ditch because, of course, this family has a moat and ditches. Oh, wait, we we see a notebook in a ditch? Yes. The notebook is battered and torn up. Apparently, Morgan runs to it. Yeah, yeah definitely. Morgan Can runs play... to the notebook in a ditch. Can we play like a jigsaw puzzle now? <laughs> Put it back together like a jigsaw puzzle. Oh, I see. Well, are, are well, there does, pages? Does Delilah have tape with, with her? Okay, wait, wait. What is the state of the notebook? Like, is it? It is upside down and open in a small, shallow pool of water. Morgan sees some ripped-up papers around, scattered in the wind. Well, okay, it looks like a breeze has blown some of the pieces down the road. I I don't see Morgan finding all of these pieces. I tried, no. though. I can try. Yeah. I would love... Can I, can I see how fast I can go similarly in human form? Since I don't want to transform in front of Morgan? <laughs> I'll admit, 
I have underestimated CC. They are able to find all the pieces that Morgan missed and they're slightly faster than normal human speed. It's just fast enough. Just a little, just a, just a touch of cheetah, you know. Yeah, I just probably pull out like one of those like little mini rolls of stationary tape and just start piecing it back together. I mean, we should pick up all the pieces, right? Yeah. We've run after all the pieces. We've got all the pieces. Has anyone been putting stuff back into the box? Yeah, Zolda's been doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, if we have all this stuff, we can start assembling in the car. Unless someone is staying or trying to go no. into the mansion. <laughs> I get car sick if I look at I don't want to break into this thing. And we've had bad luck in people's houses. Oh, why Why would we break in and we have the box? <laughs> exactly. Just for fun. Just for fun. Just to complete this set. Yeah, yeah. We have to break into everyone in house, and then we'll finally be free of the curse. (laughs) They will not employ us for the whole year. The council will be like, you are so inept. Well, we just make our fifth, our fourth smash and grab. I mean, mean, to be fair, I am curious to see the inside. I I am. Morgan! I'm sure we can <laughs> I mean, find a reason fun. to get formally invited some other time. We do have to return this stuff. And we need to make sure that the poltergeist is dealt with before the news bulletin calls us back and might run a story or two about us. Oh, our... that's true. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's we are right. technically on like a timeline for another 13-ish hours. Of that can happen. Well, all we have I mean, to do, would... really, to, to like finish our task is we just need to get all these boxes in whatever state they're in. It doesn't matter. It wasn't our fault. And put them to Wendy, and then it's her problem. I know. I don't. <laughs> don't, don't we have no. to? No, it's not. <laughs> it is, in fact, not. <laughs> don't we also have to kind of get rid of the be. folder, guys? Like, there's this. Don't we have to also. I mean, the morally... poltergeist can be her problem. I don't know. I I don't want to pawn a poltergeist off on Wendy. She's been kind to us. I think this is technically our problem too. Yes, if we, if we're a little, we are well, supposed I, to be building I, the exhibit, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, feel, I feel like the poltergeist might like try to like mess up with the exhibit. So I that mean, if true. we can get it get in that it, stupid you know. doll. Okay, then. all right. It's in that way. It's kind of a responsibility, just because we don't want it to mess up with what is actually our responsibility. But you're kind of right, Cece. Like I can Cece see why walks it's away not from all of you and walks into the front of the cab and sits down next to Artie with Dale very much in her lap. And she does ask Artie, have you noticed that there are no exits out of this town? And do you happen to know any of the exits out of this town? Do we hear that? Or are we all outside? Or I would have gotten in the, the thing and slammed the door. Okay. That helps. Good to know. My dear, dear friend Artie, he is aware that he should not be sharing things like this with citizens. So he looks around really quickly before responding. If you really want to leave Reddington, it's not gonna be by a road. He pats Cece on the shoulder and calls to the rest of the group. Hey, come on. Where am I taking you guys? Uh, we have plenty of time to break in later, Morgan. Let's just... Get in the car. We have other things to deal with today. Okay. Yeah, the uh, uh, HBS building. Yeah, for uh, Historical Preservation Society, please, Artie. Artie takes the Reddington Historical Preservation Society back through town. And we've brought the stuff, as old as brought the stuff she needs for the, from the Titanic and for her own uh, rituals and stuff. I have to know, dear listeners, 
does Isolde only have the items they've picked up from the founding families, or does she have anything of Mercy's with her? Where did that newfound notebook of Mercy's go? Mercy's notebook. She has that with her. Did you take her. it with you? She has the notebook. I don't think she's taken anything else of Mercy's because she doesn't want to start a fight back home. Um, <laughs> so she that's all she's taken because Mercy doesn't know she has that yet. Um, basically everything she could need to both summon this poltergeist and trap this poltergeist. And it's like in this big cloth cinch bag that is just on her lap. Hey guys, it's me, your favorite spooky content creator, Zoe. Now I know you all love my videos where I go check out some of your favorite haunts and cursed attractions, but lately I've been noticing how upsetting this can be when there's nothing I can do to fix it. Well, almost nothing. As a longtime ghost whisperer, I'm here to offer my services in making sure you not only survive whatever unholy and likely permanent bond you share with your ghastly ghoul, but that you can minimize the damages made to your health and safety. Introducing the Hernandez Academy of Rehabilitating Monstrosities. Or harm, if that's a bit of a mouthful for you. Here at Harm, we make sure to provide the enrichment your abominations need, while also finding less destructive alternatives to their impulses. You can call me Professor XO. So bring your devious little demon, your ghastly ghoul, your heinous horrors. Bring them to me. Bring them to Harm. And I'll see you next time on my channel, XO from Zoe. After a stressful day yesterday, the Historical Preservation Society is able to get back, thankfully with no issues. Now, where will they deal with a poltergeist? Um, an empty room? Just anything yeah. with a bit of space and that I could set up shop in for a little bit. That could be trash. Also, I'm going to need more than one person to do this, I think. Wait, Isolde, did you ever go into your office? Yes. Um, it's not the space that you need for this, or? No, I'm afraid not. I mean, the ex there should be some sort of exhibition hall that we clearly haven't touched yet. That should have plenty of room. That's right. We did. We were in the main hall that had like all the other, um, like it had did have murals and um, like the lobby. <laughs> the lobby, yeah. <laughs> Artifacts and things under glass. <laughs> I suggest a place that like doesn't have too many windows and doesn't have a lot of things that can be trashed around. Mm. Like our basement, like really empty exhibition hall. It's true. We haven't set anything up in it yet, so I think there's something in the basement. To be honest, I mean, okay. I went into it. I, it's just, okay, what's a historical preservation around, basement like? No, no, don't go to the basement. Don't go to the basement. It's What do you have in the basement, Morrison? <laughs> Who do you have in the basement? There... <laughs> Why do you ask that question? There are that was some... Lauren. That was. Li <laughs> there are some living stuff in the basement, but. What? It's just nothing. I won't say it's not illegal, but it's it's not. <laughs> it better not it's be one of the unicorns. No. I mean, it's 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 just not a good place. There's just a lot of stuff that can be hurt or trashed. So okay, um, please not the basement. So Azulda's going good to... at holding their tongue. Yeah, Azulda's going to kind of nod and be like, um. Yes, that doesn't sound like the place. Um, we how about the exhibition hall? 
and any broken windows are mm-hmm. festive. Part of the exhibition. Part of the exhibition. <laughs> yeah. Modern art. I mean, couldn't there be, like, an exhibition hall that does not have any yeah, windows? Yeah, or like, like, there's one. probably a room that doesn't have windows, right? Yeah, since, like, artifacts, that you cannot basement. put them in the sun. Or the upstairs. Oh, that's to my basement. Please. You really better not have, like, poor animals down in that basement. <laughs> The group has entered the exhibit hall that is specifically for items that can no longer handle sunlight or specific hard lights. It is one of the few windowless rooms that is not deep in the basement. So, as old as, like, kind of looked at the rest of them. So, I mean, I can just set up for a summoning and we can go for it, as they say. Uh, are we using chalk, blood, or salt? Ah! Probably Not just blood. chalk. I don't, I don't tend to use the blood. Do you? No, no, no. I mean, I have, I have a few supplies if we need blood. No, no, I don't need the blood. I was just curious what Delilah's methodology was. That was. I mean, just kind of shrug his shoulders. Okay, we'll talk later. Um, just chalk should do it for now. And um, pulls out a few supplies, some more from her bag. While we're doing this prep work, I go and get the books. From my panic room that we have in the historical society. Because I feel like they all should be probably in the same place. Okay, so um, I think Azolda's going to kind of look to all of them. I'm happy to take the lead, but would anyone care to help me out? Whatever you need. Yeah. Right. Has anyone done this before? I just raise my hand. (laughs) I've seen some stuff. Right. But not ends on. Okay. Did stuff. It's probably a lot like what you've seen. It's fairly standard procedure. Um, Delilah, if, if if you wouldn't mind, and Cece and Morgan, you're welcome too. There's also no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> what do we do? Do we all old ends? Okay, so what do we, we, we need to hands, do? Yeah. <laughs> I think as old as... I'd be down for that. As old as old as going to kind of beckon them in. Hold hands using Mercy's journal as the, the forefront of it. To trap a specific monster inside the barbie doll (laughs) Um, just not in dale please (laughs) we summon you inside the doll i i can't see what does this barbie look like have we heard what it's wearing (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. i didn't think it had clothes no no, yeah yeah right i thought it was a naked barbie we had shoot up feet with like markers yeah like half half of its hair is pulled out Yes. Melted, missing Did feet. It... That's right. That's why it has no feet. Yeah, it's been it's been chewed on. It's been everything. <laughs> so to picture it, basically, we've used chalk to make a circle. We're holding hands. We're inside or outside of the circle. Inside, inside the circle. The Barbie doll's in the center of the circle. Yes. <laughs> okay, we're all thinking hard while Isolda says stuff. Uh, Isolda, <laughs> I think I think does get to a point where she's just saying stuff. Then she kind of looks around to the assembly and says, just don't be alarmed here. And her neck snaps back a little bit. Um, And it just takes a second. And she kind of just rides it out, kind of stretching. Um, Eyes come back into focus and everything. Oh, yes, it's here. I'm going to need everyone to just wheel it into the doll with a lot of focus. Okay? This does not want to be here. Okay. There's a lot of fuck is happening. Freaking thing <laughs> destroyed just, my like, best Trying to explode the doll with their mind. <laughs> yeah, like staring, like, like. 
Like 11? Willing it yeah. very much. Yeah. Cece is looking around, and since I rolled a little low, I think the reason why it was low is because they were a little distracted that the poltergeist might be anywhere, and they're more ready to, like, jump in the way of the poltergeist and Isolde should something go wrong. So they're, like, willing it away from Isolde, but not necessarily into the doll. Yeah. <laughs> and Dale is in my backpack I'm- on my back. Dale might get grumpy, but Azolda can take care of it from there. Please don't hurt Dale. Dale can charm the poltergeist and offer it Brie. (laughs) Isolda succeeds in trapping a poltergeist into Cynthia the Barbie doll. Um, Azolda kind of looks around. Is everybody all right? I sort of lost track there for a second. We're okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. Morgan, Delilah. I'm great. Uh, I'm fine. I mean, I want to draw on that thing some more for ruining my fucking Vespa. Right. <laughs> but is it a mean poltergeist? Well, now that it's or like... in a vessel, we might be able to get a bit more out of it. But we do also have an exhibition to plan. <laughs> uh, and where are we putting this What are we going to do with it? Yeah. It can... Can it walk? Um, uh, Isolde kind of looks at it. I'm not going to pick you up without your say, so can you, uh, how's your mobility, dear? I mean, it does have, does it have feet or not? It has I thought the feet were burnt off. They're like little stumps. How <laughs> <laughs> to make it even madder. You've never, t- we should have been worried, more worried about the kid, even not possessed. Oh <laughs> I mean, there's like, when you take the magnifying glass with sun. The, I mean, the doll could commando, you know? I'm just picturing right now, and I don't think this is what happens, but what would you do? If this was the doll and we asked how its mobility was, it just glides. Oh! <laughs> That's better? What? That is not better. <laughs> it is, kind of. Cece just puts one foot a little bit in front of Isolde in case and is a little bulkier and is looking very much at this doll, making eye contact. So, would you rather me carry you to my office or would you like to go yourself? Isolde and Cece hear it respond, swearing up a storm, but Cynthia the doll goes by itself. No one has asked William Zane what his name actually is, so I guess we will keep calling him Cynthia. All right, hopefully we can get this all worked out. Cynthia starts to tell Isolde about how they promised they would That we could help it find the truth. We can help it find the truth. We will. We have a bit of a another commitment to tend to, but we will. I assure you, I have personal stake in the matter at this point. Cece looks at Morgan and Delilah, and Isolde's a little bit behind them, and just says, I don't think we should put the doll in the diorama, however. No, it can it, it can stay in my office. Okay. I, I don't think I don't think a Barbie doll was like there at the Titanic. I don't think it's like a relic. I don't think People would actually <laughs> see them there. Titanic Barbie? Yeah. And if you try anything funny, I will melt the hands off of you. Delilah is so cool. I mean, I mean, Delilah is coming. I don't like this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it missed with your Vespa. Now I have to walk. Okay, so do we just get the other stuff together and start put, putting stuff together? Yeah, sounds like it to me. Okay. We also have to call the newspaper and tell them that we handled it. Yeah. So you're, are you going to call the newspaper now? This is good news, right? So I think I can handle it. Like this is, this is, 
Yeah, yeah. Totally can. Yeah. Do we He's... need... Do we have an, a phone here that Morgan can call out of? Does Does Morgan my cell phone? phone? Do we want I to mean, use a cell phone? We could go up sure. to someone's office and do it officially. Do we have phones in our office? Have you checked your office? No. Have we been in your office? No. I mean, we can see if your office has one. Let's go. I don't think it does. I feel like it doesn't, <laughs> but sure. How do we get the doll to stay there? Oh, I can. And not, like, leave. I thought we were bringing the doll with us to put in his I'll oldest put it in office. I'll my office and I'll get it protected. I actually believe that in the last session, I described a doll-sized rocking chair. In my office. Yes, you did. So I'm going to put the doll in a protective circle in the rocking chair. I hate this so much. Very considerate. The worst part about this is that I'm afraid that our collective bullshit has only begun. That is... This is the prequel for a reason. That's true. What should we tell the newspapers? Oh, that's a good point. That's a good thing to establish before i go we should shoot and perhaps only one of us should say anything right and that's not me okay so it's not cc Mm-mm. i think yeah. more, i think more than yeah. you should could you just yeah. when you call could you get that phone number from fen oh yes okay uh they seemed eager to well from what i heard yes i'm curious why but just curious enough to uh take a look get fen's phone number Okay. And all you need to let them know is that it's been handled. The ex- exhibition will open on time, and no one has to worry about any possessed infants running around. Good. I will probably say exactly For that, now. so it doesn't come okay. out weird. Okay. Okay. So we go into your office. Do we go into my office? Okay, we go. Dear listeners, Morgan's lab has made an appearance in the past. It is deep in the basement, but they do have an office on the same floor as everyone else. At the back of their office, there is a door that leads to the lab. But, well, Morgan can tell you more about their actual office. Uh, it's not a big room. Uh, there's like this single large L desk that is very uh, cluttered with fallen piles of essays that needs to be graded and there's like about 25 laboratory hardback notebooks stacked over one another another some are open some are not some on the ground too uh, there's an open bag of chips um, <laughs> and like uh this tiny circle lens that are on like amongst the sheets of paper um and uh yeah apart, apart from that there's um a really old looking couch at one extremities. Like it looks very comfy, like you sink a lot when you <laughs> when you go there, that's where uh, Morgan would probably sleep. <clears throat> and uh yeah, there's a few bookshelves that are half college textbooks like Animal Physiology, Advanced Behavioral Ecology. And if you look closely there's also like research in cryptozoology and uh, moth people anatomy and large lake monsters nesting habits <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> so, so yeah, that kind of stuff there's a lot of like small skulls mounted um uh, skeleton and skulls in uh little glassware but uh yeah that's what you can see quickly there's more but that's what you can see quickly visible skulls okay yeah 
There is a phone. Okay, amongst the 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 papers and stuff like that. Good. Good. A phone. Okay. Um. So they walk. They grab the phone. Does the number? I guess they uh they had noted the number before. They purposefully dialed this number this time. <clears throat> yeah. Call it. Hey, uh, this is the 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 news. Um, grr, um, grr, in the tunnel. Uh, hi, Barnabas. <laughs> hi, Barnabas. And Fen also here. Hi, I Fen. I think. Um, yeah, it's uh, sorry we called yesterday. It was a bit of a mess. Uh, it's the Historical Preservation Society, and here, yeah. Hey. I, wait, wait. Okay. Here to call and say that everything is been handled that uh, there will be no more possessed child by this specific um thing that we captured i cannot promise that there won't be any more possessed child because i don't know what the hell is going on in this town but there won't be okay see there Barry, be... everything is fine yeah yeah we didn't need to do any more work and there is super duper uh, a story here it's like our job and the exhibit is it our job the exhibition will go on as planned, and uh, for the t- Titanic, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. Oh, are you okay. doing an exhibition? We are, yeah. For Barry, yeah. Why don't you go do a story about their exhibition? Interview whomever about whatever. That sounds great. And if you know, if we just happen to happen to talk about you know the the child endangering threat that may or may not be taking care of, you know. No. But- no, no, no. Yeah, you do that. Have fun. Uh, my, Fantastic. My, 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 my esteemed uh, colleague is telling me no. Um, oh. But, I mean, that we we have not endangered any child, you know? We, we haven't done any child, but we More, could, they oh, could come great. to the exp- exhibition. But, we but, but, but you're, yeah. Yeah, we're, you're Morgan, welcome to come you're, to the... You're fine. You're fine. You're doing great. Okay. You're doing great, Morgan. Yeah. Just okay. keep going. So, Just like the Chinese food. Yeah. Okay. So, um... You can come absolutely to the exhibit, and we can chat about what went down. Um, and uh, yeah, also, Barnabas will be there. Also, Fen, um, may I have your number? I mean, it's for it's oh, for, whoa. It's for the, uh, Oh, I'm so it's for, it's whoa! For, I'll just I mean, I'll just give you the phone. It's not I can. It's, I, it's I, for, I have paperwork I could do. Um, it's for is all. Oh, I'm sorry. Here you go. Uh, oh, and I the walk away. One about the antiques for the yes. Yeah. Um, I happen to have a. I I give I give one of one of the four numbers that I have at my disposal, which I'm mainly keeping for hints on things I might want to sort of get access to. <laughs> um, yeah, just give that number to Isolda. If if she asks, tell her I happen to have some connections in the very niche market. I believe her antiques are best suited for some connection in a very niche market that. Our antiques are destined for our. What is it? What, what did you say? Um, <laughs> very niche market antiques. I mean, they are you know, mildly to moderately haunted and or cursed. I've got a market for okay. that. <laughs> okay. Uh, together, I think we can do some pretty good business. A little bit better than just selling to randos in Reddington. Trust me. <laughs> Morgan just repeats <laughs> exactly the words. <laughs> Isolde is just nodding. Just nodding. <laughs> 
uh, she's nodding then, so I think I think that might that might go forward. I don't know. I don't want to like. Right? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. We'll chat later. Cool. So yeah, you don't have to like call us back now. <laughs> I mean, we answered. We yeah. will. Okay. We'll see part yeah. of this after exhibition. Yeah, we, we'll see you at the exhibition, Barnabas. Great talking to you. Then I, I am so far in the other room. I gently take the phone Bye. out of Morgan's hand and just like put it on there. Thank you. That was. Really I mean, good. I think that one. Yeah, you, you did a lot better than all of yesterday. Thanks. I feel better about it than I did yesterday. Uh, you should which, feel good about I mean, it. But um, maybe we should set a rule that we don't talk to the news <laughs> about the weird things that we're dealing with. Uh, um, maybe. We can I talk mean, about call it. him back and tell him not to come. I no, mean, we, we have a whole exhibition to talk about, but right, can right. Come. do we really need we this stuff getting back, out? It sounds more strange if we call him back and say don't come that's yeah no i'm not we saying just, don't come we just don't need to talk to oh. them about the weird stuff absolutely uh, yes. how uh, actually no but that's true like like we'll probably be at the exhibition have to stand in front of things and people will ask us questions and then we'll have to tell oh, them that, about like the break-ins and things that's no, a problem no, for later no we don't okay. we just if we have to lead groups around uh we will prep Someone or some of us on specific interesting facts about the Titanic, yeah, not right. about ghosts and child possession and everything that's happened. They don't need to know about creepy Barbie upstairs. Uh, would it be really? Fun? Do you think the poltergeist is from the Titanic? Well, um, uh, I imagine well, so. Probably, maybe it's yes. warning books from the Titanic, or at least from that time. Maybe it lost its journal and doesn't want any of us to read its diary. It's shy. It's a sh well. It's a little mean. It also hit me really hard. Yeah, true. Uh, speaking I'm of my like, freaking Vespa. So, so, so you said like not to talk <laughs> about that to the to the newspaper, but real talk, y'all. How many people are like aware of like the supernatural and stuff like that in this town? Because I mean, y'all mm. didn't seem surprised at all by everything, and we just like assumed that everyone. New, kinda. Uh, well, and... everyone knows Artie, so I guess, like, how weird could this town be? So why can't we tell the newspaper? That's right? that's a, kind of what I'm asking, right? I mean, some stuff is also more dangerous. And mm. there's maybe some things about some people we don't want to talk about. And Delilah's, like, looking at Cece. See, Cece doesn't pick up on it for a minute because Cece's thinking of Isolde. Um... <laughs> And then Cece notices Delilah, and then Cece looks at Morgan, and then Cece looks at Delilah. I mean, I'm not getting, like, no obvious hint, and I'm not saying Cece's <laughs> name or anything, but, like... No, no, no. I, I, I under... Yes, that is... That is smart. Not everyone is obviously a skeleton. And I mean, we have unicorn petting zoos and other yeah. things like that, but... I feel like unicorns make sense, though. Right. What I'm what I'm trying to say is, do we really need to tell the town about a potentially murderous, potentially felonous for at least for breaking and entering? Oh yeah, that part I, uh, I wouldn't mention. I don't think we took care of it for a reason. Exactly. They don't need to know. Although, I mean, if you want to get your Vespa insurance, you might have to explain why it got an entry. Uh, yeah, but I don't have to explain that to the news. Also, like it. If that 
lady presses charge for us kind of relatively entering into her house and oh. um chatting I think we with need her. To tell Wendy. I think we need to tell Wendy everything. I think that's what we need to do. We need to tell Wendy because she probably knew about it and she sent us into danger and that wasn't very nice of her. She didn't even ask us if we wanted to take the Can I just call Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you have reached Wendy's cell phone. I am not available right now, so if you could, please call one of our community service members at the following numbers. For the news bulletin group, please dial. <laughs> Wendy, no. <laughs> Wendy sees the caller ID come up and goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Is Wendy aware of all our shenanigans as she's been getting like 911 calls all day? Yeah. That's what I mean. She can help us with damage control if these people actually want to go to the news. I'm sure we can go to Wendy if we need the help. Dear listeners, these are excellent questions that the Reddington Historical Preservation Society members are asking, and the answer is yes. I am, as you are all well aware, fully aware of what is going on at t- any time in this town. But I do not have time to clean up their messes. That is actually why they were hired. But when they did call, I was actually on the phone with Boone Greeley discussing Delilah's Vespa. Okay, yeah. then. Um, in that case, I don't know. Cece would sort of take Dale, if, if everything's sort of settled, take Dale in a pot of glue and and sort of rifling through whatever's on Morgan's desk that looks artistic. What are you doing with the glue, Cece? <laughs> we might. We're, I'm gonna go down and start making the exhibition. I don't know what I need, arts and crafts wise. Are you? Uh, are you looking for something in particular? No. No. I'm literally going to start the exhibition. But what way are we? Are you going to my desk? Uh, I scissors and glue, and I don't have these things in my area. Okay. Uh, I mean, it is supposed to be an exhibition. Do we really yeah. want to use glue and scissors? <laughs> look, and... look, I went There's to a lot college of broken stuff, and I okay? made dioramas. I know what I need for a diorama. Also, there's a lot of broken stuff, so... I have crazy glue. That could fix some stuff. Didn't we have um a glass? Like a whiskey glass that was broken? As the group starts walking, a loud sound can be heard hitting the ground. I think it came from a tree. A tree. Oh, oh. tree. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Um, Let's go. It's gonna take more yeah, than there, glue. There, there's a window. There's a window in Morgan's office. If we can look at through there. Looking out the window, they see Delilah's Vespa on the ground, and one Luke Greeley in the tree, looking down. The Vespa is upright, but it is covered in leaves and twigs, and it looks like those handles are snapped. No, no, that thing is not going to be driving anytime soon. I'm sorry. If I have to buy another one of those, that thing is going into an oven. Ah, uh, that might just release it, though. We can, we, we, we can talk. <laughs> a freezer, you can, then. You can probably put crazy glue on it. I have a minus 80 freezer. Maybe we could put it there. All right. Well, <laughs> in ways, discussing ways to torture the vessel, perhaps we can just. <laughs> We're the good guys. 
I don't know that We're I'm just putting it on ice. I'm, I'm I don't know that I'm too keen to do that to it until we have an understanding with this being. So, how about I'm about to just... have an understanding with it, Delilah. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go into your haunted room and talk to it, aren't we? Um, at some point, I think right now we just need to get our exhibit underway. Exactly. And and I stuff a bunch of Morgan's helpful art supplies. <laughs> I mean, my with pack. what we picked up from the families. That that is what it's for. They don't have art supplies. <laughs> they have a few colored pencils, and that's about the extent of their art supplies. It's just like it's Titanic t- in big letters. <laughs> I'll make a banner. <laughs> and wait, Can we, we make wait. a PowerPoint with clip art and everything? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. yeah. We're using wingdings. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> and come and using the the like comic sans MS. Yeah. Yes, like, because font. that's the, because we don't want people to be depressed bit. by the Titanic exhibit. So comic sans. Do we get confetti then? Yes. Isolde has been arranging the artifacts on in in the cases that they're supposed to go into, and just looks over her shoulder at them raising this makeshift banner in the hallway and just goes you're doing great thank you let's leave the artistic historical preservation society to their exhibit planning in private i think we will join them next episode to see how the titanic exhibit has come together i can't imagine anything bad would happen at the opening of the exhibit wouldn't you agree but it is good that they have dealt with our poltergeist problems and the town can be quiet for another day. I think our neighborhood watch group is close to finishing up with the slime monsters too, so don't go far, dear listeners. As already said, Reddington is not the easiest place to leave now. Thank you for listening to Once Upon a Monster of the Week. Reddington's monsters are controlled by Meg Griffin. Episodes are edited by Alex Lavelle and produced by Algie Todd. A special thanks to Red Griffin for our character art and to Michael Sands and Evil Hat for the Monster of the Week gaming system used in this podcast. We will be back in two weeks to check in on our neighborhood watch group. I'm personally hoping that they found those missing kids. Until then, you can always visit WelcomeToReddington.com to find links to our Patreon, cast and character bios, and to our Reddington tourism shop. We do understand that money is tight, so if you're enjoying the show, we would more than appreciate it if you could leave us a rating or review wherever you listen to podcasts. Once Upon a Monster of the Week is part of Haunted Griffin Entertainment. Please check out our website for more of our shows. Today's episode starred Emily C.A. Snyder as C.C. Stratos, Alice Hart as Delilah Fleece, Lauren Tucker as Isolde and Mercy Finnegan, Cam Clark as Morgan Lapointe Evans. And today's guest included Bazay Rothstein, Algy Todd, Theo Wamputic, 